I'm Roxanne Cody, and welcome to a tidbit from Just the Right Book. Just recently, I had the pleasure of interviewing Claire Massoud for her latest book, The Burning Girl, which is a fascinating look at friendships between young girls and how they arc over time. She's also the author of The Woman Upstairs and The Emperor's Children. So let's take a listen to Claire Massoud reading from her latest novel. It's a different story depending on where you start, who's good, who's bad, what it all means. Each of us shapes our stories so they make sense of who we think we are. I can begin when Cassie and I were best friends, or I can begin when we weren't anymore, or I can begin at the dark end and tell it all backward. There's no beginning before, though. Cassie and I met at nursery school, and I can't remember a time when I didn't know her, when I didn't pick her sleek white head out of a crowd and know exactly where she was in a room and think of her some ways as mine. Cassie was tiny with bones like a bird. She was always the smallest girl in the class, and the span of her ankle was the span of my wrist. She had shiny white blonde hair, almost albino she was so fair, her skin translucent and a little pink. But you'd be wrong to mistake her size and pallor for frailty. All you had to do was to look into her eyes, still blue eyes that turned gray in dark weather like the water in the quarry, and you could see that she was tough. Strong, I guess, is a better word, although, of course, in the end, she wasn't strong enough. But even when we were small, she had a quality about her, a what-the-hell and I'm-not-chicken-are-you sort of way. According to my mother and to Cassie's mother, Bev, Cassie and I became friends in the second week of nursery when we were four years old. That was always the story, though I can't tell now whether I remember it or I've just been told so many times that I invented the memory. I was playing with a group of kids in the sandbox, and Cassie stood in the middle of the playground, hands at her sides like a zombie, staring at everything, not apparently nervous, but totally detached. I left my friends to come touch her elbow, and I said, so I was told, hey, come build a castle with me. And she broke into that rare, broad smile of hers, a famous smile, made all the better when she was bigger by the Georgia Jagger gap between her front teeth. She came with me back to the sandbox. And that, my mother always said, was that. Claire's book, The Burning Girl, is available now. And next week on Just the Right Book, you'll hear my interview with Dan Heath, one half of the dynamic writing team, which includes his brother, Chip Heath. Dan talked to me about their latest book, The Power of Moments. Here's a sneak peek of my interview with Dan. So I have our management team all reading the book. I immediately put in place a change for our first day experience for employees based on the piece you wrote about John Deere. Share that with us, what they learned and what they did and what the outcome of that was. Yeah, this is a fascinating tale. So one of these missed opportunities I was talking about in organizations is the first day of work. I think probably if you're listening to this, your first day experience at your most recent job or or a past job, you can probably recollect part of it. It It tends to be sloppily handled and you get to your desk and and your computer's not set up and maybe they forgot you were starting that day and so they weren't ready for you and uh, they give you an ethics binder to flip through for a couple hours until your boss shows up and and what they did at John Deere was they decided look this is a critical day in the tenure of an employee this is our chance to make a first impression and they said, we need to take it seriously. We need to make this into a moment. And so they created what they called the first day experience. So let me give you a sense of how this goes. You accept your offer letter with John Deere. 
And before you even start, you start getting emails from a buddy on your team at John Deere, and they send their photo, and they introduce themselves, and they say, you know, here's how things work here, and here's what people wear, here's where we go to lunch, and here's where you should park on your first day, and they tell you they'll be waiting for you 9 a.m. on your first day at the front door. And so you arrive that day, and sure enough, there they are. You recognize them from their photo, and they've got a cup of coffee for you, and they lead you into the lobby, and you look on the flat-screen TVs in the lobby. It says, Welcome, Roxanne. And so your name is in bright lights there. They lead you up to your workstation, and next to your workstation, there's this six-foot-tall banner that rises above the height of the cube so that people can see there's a new employee there from, from way across the floor, and people stop by to introduce themselves. On your desk is a replica, a stainless steel replica of the original self-polishing plow that John Deere created that he became famous for, and a little card explains why it was such an important innovation. And you log into your email. You've already got your first email. Turns out it's from Sam Allen, who's the CEO of John Deere. And in this video, he describes his own career at John Deere. He talks about the mission of the company, which is to provide the food and the shelter and the infrastructure that's going to be needed by the world's growing population. At lunch, your colleagues take you out and they tell you about the projects underway, and they pepper you with questions about your background. Over the course of the afternoon, your boss and your boss's boss both stop by to make individual appointments to have coffee with you in the next week. And at the end of the day, you sort of walk out just thinking, wow, uh, what we're doing here matters. Just the Right Book podcast is produced by Collisions, the podcast division of CRN International. Our original music was created by Mark Berman. Many thanks to our sound engineer, Pat Keogh, and our producer, Christina Torres. Thank you all very much for listening.